Hello and welcome back to the Fantasy Playmakers. What's up guys? In today's video, I'm going to be going through my rest of season rankings at the quarterback position. So going through my top 20 guys. While you guys are watching this, if you're enjoying the content, please hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. That helps me out a ton. Also ring that bell if you guys want to get notified every time I post a video. And then let me know your thoughts on these rankings down below in the comment section. Who should be higher? Who should be lower? You guys can also ask me any fantasy football questions. And then I do just want to say that I'm recording this prior to the Thursday night football game. I wanted to make it fair. So this is just, you know, post week eight. So obviously there's not going to be any Jets quarterbacks in the top 20 here, but Carson Wentz will be somewhere on this list. So his performance on Thursday night is not going to impact these rankings, but let's get right into it. Starting off with Josh Allen here at number one. You know, I really don't think you can say many bad things about Josh Allen. The man is just a beast. He has great weapons around him with Stephon Diggs, Emmanuel Sanders, Cole Beasley. You've got Gabriel Davis. Dawson Knox was pretty impressive to start off the season. And then they're also a team that's just putting a lot of pressure on Josh Allen to produce, but he's succeeding. He's playing very well. They're not super involved in the run game, which is obviously just going to give Josh Allen more opportunities to throw the ball. He also provides a decent amount of rushing upside. You know, he's obviously not a Lamar Jackson or a Jalen Hurts or a Kyler Murray, but he can get into the end zone and he can still break off some pretty nice runs. So he comes in here at number one. And number two, I actually ended up going with Tom Brady. And I just really don't see any reason why he should be lower than this. You know, we're kind of transitioning in fantasy football away from these pocket passing quarterbacks because for them to succeed, they just need a ball out almost every single week because you don't have that floor of rushing for like 50 yards a game, which would just be an automatic five points, obviously because 50 passing yards in most leagues does not equal 50 rushing yards. But so far, Tom Brady has been lights out. He's playing insanely well. Touchdowns are through the roof. The Bucks are up there in the top of the league in pass attempts per game. So they're really giving him every opportunity to throw the ball. You got Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, AB, Grant coming back. So I really don't think Brady's going to have much of a dip in his production moving forward. And he's just a really safe option with also a pretty high ceiling for the rest of the season. At number three, I have Lamar Jackson. I could understand ranking Lamar Jackson ahead of Tom Brady, but he does come in here at number three, really total opposite quarterback because he has that crazy rushing upside. But we've also seen some huge improvements in the passing game from Lamar. So still a high-end QB1 moving forward. At number four, I ended up going with Patrick Mahomes. And here's why I went with him here. We know he has not been good to start off the season from a real-life NFL perspective. He's leading the league in interceptions. And if you just watch the games, he is definitely not the same guy that we've seen in years past. But here's the thing. He is still producing at a fantasy football level, and I don't think he can get much worse than what he's doing right now. So I do think he's going to improve rest of season. So obviously I'm not putting him as like QB1 or QB2, but I think this is a fair ranking here at number four, because even if he improves a little bit, they're still going to be passing the ball a ton. He's still going to have elite weapons in Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. So I think this is an appropriate spot. Then at number five, I went with Matthew Stafford, another one of these pocket passer quarterbacks, pretty similar to Tom Brady. Really, I ended up just going with Matthew Stafford a few spots lower than Brady because I just don't think he's going to see the volume on a per game basis that Tom Brady is going to see. And I just think Brady's weapons around him are just slightly better. With Stafford, you know, you've got Cooper Cup, Robert Woods. 
I just think Brady has some more depth at that wide receiver position. And then at tight end, I think you also give the edge to Brady, but another, you know, really solid QB1. You feel confident starting every single week. At number six, I went with Kyler Murray, and I could totally see the argument that he should be higher than this. Really, the only reason why he's right here is because he is currently dealing with an injury. We don't know if he's going to play in week nine. You know, if he does play and plays insanely well, then he should probably jump up a few spots here. But if we remember back to 2020, Kyler Murray was lighting it up throughout the first half of the season. Then he ends up dealing with a shoulder injury and his production drastically fell off. You know, he was still a solid QB1, but he didn't have that crazy high ceiling he had at the beginning of the season. That's something that can kind of happen to these mobile quarterbacks. They get banged up and it really affects their overall play. So I just think, you know, a little bit of caution here with Kyler, the guys ahead of him, Stafford, Mahomes, Jackson, they're not dealing with any injuries at the moment. So that's why he's here at number six. But if he's able to get fully healthy and stay healthy, he could easily be the QB1 rest of season. At number seven, I ended up going with Jalen Hurts, and he really is the poster child for players who put up massive fantasy numbers while just being pretty miserable NFL quarterbacks. And this is the thing. If I knew that Jalen Hurts was the locked-in starter rest of season 100%, he would probably be a few spots higher, but I just get concerned when the production for fantasy doesn't really align with the real-life performance. I don't think this team is committed to Jalen Hurts past this season. Is there a chance, you know, he goes on a run of just being absolutely miserable? Maybe they give Minshew a shot. I'm not saying this is 100% going to happen, but I think it's in the realm of possibility when you're looking at guys like Kyler Murray, Matthew Stafford, Mahomes, Lamar, Brady Allen. Like those guys have a 0% chance of getting benched compared to Jalen Hurts where there may be some wiggle room. So that is why he comes here at number seven. And then it's also just tough relying on garbage time points on a weekly basis. He's been productive with it, but it's not something I love to rely on. At number eight, I ended up going with Dak Prescott. It looks like he will be back here in week nine. You know, he doesn't have that crazy ceiling a lot of people were expecting coming into the season. Just because the Cowboys defense is vastly improved, he's not going to be out there throwing the ball 40 plus times, but he still is on a top tier offense. He has top tier weapons around him. He's going to have at least some volume and the touchdown upside. So a really solid mid-tier QB1. At number nine, I ended up going with Justin Herbert. He has definitely struggled as of late. I still think he's going to rebound. He has the weapons around him. And I think they're just going to put a little bit more on his plate than the player I have ranked after him, which is Aaron Rodgers. We know that Aaron Rodgers is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, but they really just haven't given him, you know, insane volume that we've seen from guys like Josh Allen or Tom Brady this season. They've been very balanced between the run and the pass. And then also he is dealing with COVID right now. So you're automatically missing at least one game from him, which just makes it a little bit easier to rank him below some of these guys like Dak and Justin Herbert. Moving on to the back half of the top 20, I ended up going with Joe Burrow here at number 11. He's just been a very consistent option. He has the weapons around him in Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Tyler Boyd. And overall, this is just a really solid offense. So a safe play on a week-to-week basis. Pretty similar guy here in Kirk Cousins. Honestly, kind of similar play styles. Neither of them are going to burn you on the feet. They're surrounded by good weapons and are just solid, dependable overall quarterbacks. At number 13, I went with Ryan Tannehill. This one's kind of tough because the Titans are going to have to change their entire offense. They're no longer going to be relying on Derrick Henry. Right, Ryan Tannehill was producing in years past because of his efficiency 
the play action off of Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry's not going to be there. So Ryan Tannehill is going to see an increase in his overall volume. The issue is, does his efficiency just totally fall off? We have to wait and see, but I do think there's a decent range of outcomes here. You know, he could struggle without Derrick Henry or that extra volume could really lead to him putting up some massive passing numbers and overall touchdowns. So it's really just a wait and see here, but just a fringe QB1 moving forward. At 14, I went with Russell Wilson, and I think we all know if Russell Wilson is healthy, he's probably somewhere in that like seven, eight range. We just don't know when he's going to be back. I would expect it to be within the next three weeks. You know, potentially he comes back week two. That's the thing. We just don't know. How is it going to affect his throwing? So just that injury there puts him behind some of these other quarterbacks. At number 15, I went with Taysom Hill, and this was actually one I struggled with because when I'm looking at Taysom Hill as a fantasy quarterback, I feel like if you said week nine, Taysom Hill is starting, where do you rank him? He's probably a top 12 quarterback, maybe even top 10. And when I'm looking at this Saints team, he's likely going to be the quarterback for the rest of the season. So should I have him in that range with Kirk Cousins, Joe Burrow? It's just a little bit concerning because he is a backup. Is there a 100% chance they're riding with him throughout the entire season? You know, they obviously didn't want to start him over Winston preseason. So is he going to be the guy? Is this going to be like a kind of QB by committee where Hill's in there sometimes and then you're getting some other looks? We just don't know. So I ended up going here with 15, but on a weekly basis, if he's the starter, his rushing upside really does make him a solid QB one play pretty much every week. At 16, I went with Derek Carr. He's just been a really solid passer to start off the season. You know, he doesn't have the top tier weapons around him, but he's still been managing to get it done. So a solid QB2. At 17, I went with Carson Wentz. He has definitely come on strong as of late. This Colts offense has looked much better, and Michael Pittman is really emerging as an alpha wide receiver in the NFL. So he may not have that crazy high ceiling, but I still think he's a really safe play on a weekly basis. At 18, I went with Daniel Jones. And with Jones, if his entire wide receiver core was healthy, he could be up there as a borderline QB1. Unfortunately, it's not. All these guys are dealing with injuries. Tony, Sterling Shepard, you got Slayton, who's been banged up. Also, Kenny Galladay. It's really just been very unfortunate for Daniel Jones, not even to mention Saquon Barkley's injury and now COVID. So that really is just gonna lower him here and leave him as a mid-tier QB2. Then at 19, I have Trevor Lawrence. I do not trust him at all right now. This is more of a guy who I think may, this is more of a guy who I think later in the season could start to pick it up, continue to improve, and maybe, you know, as a nice super flex option, potentially a buy low right now. And then to wrap up this top 20, I have Tua coming in here at number 20. He's going to be the quarterback rest of the season. The Dolphins did not end up trading for Deshaun Watson. So he's going to be the guy. I don't love him as a player, but he's honestly been producing. Hopefully, Will Fuller can come back soon. And then you have kind of a nice little pass-catching room with Mike Gusecki. You got Will Fuller, Devonta Parker, and then Jalen Waddell. So I don't love him, but not the worst play. Maybe you're desperate in a larger league. But that is going to wrap it up for my rest-of-season quarterback rankings. Thank you guys for tuning in. Go check out my other positional rankings. I'll have posts for running backs, wide receivers, and quarterbacks. So go take a look at those. Thank you guys for watching and I'll see you next time.